From what's on to what matters, it's Tracy Mack on Newcastle in the Morning, only on Newcastle Live. Welcome back to the program. You're with Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live on this beautiful Friday. I hope you're getting ready for the weekend ahead and uh, it's not too traumatic out there for you. It has been a really tough, tough last few uh, few weeks in particular if you're a kid and uh, watching all of this flood damage that's happening really close to home. It's not like it's Lismore this time around. It's really close to home. In fact, it might even be in your backyard and uh, areas like Gilliston Heights that are just Gilliston Island, as we all keep laughing about. Yeah, we've got Maitland that is completely flooded in. We've had some big, big issues. And so I thought it was very opportune to have a chat with Mel Burgess from Love Parenting because we have had the kids on school holidays and they've spent about eight or nine days of their 10 days of school holidays either in horrible weather under lockdown and everything in between good morning and thank you for your time mel oh thanks it is really a tough time isn't it being uh, being a parent it is school holidays it's not like we can send the kids off to school we are really in the middle of it and the kids are really suffering at the moment what are some of the things that we can do to help them get through you know this natural disaster that we haven't even seen the worst of yet, to be honest. Yeah, it's enormous. And just, yeah, um, hearts to the, the families doing it super tough and supporting kids through the, you know, the really big stuff. So we've got a spectrum of parents at the moment, haven't we? Mm. Um, cabin fever's real enough. Um, cabin fever, when the house is, yeah, uh, leaking and, um, yeah, the daily, the daily life affected is extra bad. Um, so in order... To have the kids move through this, um, meeting them where they're at is the key point. So going with them in um, the feelings that they're having rather than uh, knee-jerking to the things that we unusefully do alongside them when we're stressed Mm -hmm. because um, we've all got different go-tos. It can be that we, um, when they start having the feels about things, we we can... you know, try and tell them it's not as bad as others have it. Mm. We can, you know, escalate to frustration and be be more yelly. Um, we can, yeah, all those all those things. We can overgive mm. um, of ourselves or buy them more stuff, which then builds resentment in us because we've we've given out more than um, we had bandwidth to. Mm. So if they if they're having the feels about not being able to do the things or um, you know, if if it's a household where, you know, like I was up in Maitland the other day and I was, gosh, you know, that's a big thing to be parenting up there at the moment. Um, then it's believing them in how they say they are feeling. So rather than hiding information from them about, um, you know, how big the family situation is, if it's a, um, a flood situation um yeah being transparent because they might as well have um us alongside them helping them navigate it then what's coming out of our mouth not match the body language they can see that we're having because that leaves them extra scared is it almost uh leading you know the vulnerability that we're feeling showing them that and showing that it it is okay to be devastated it is okay to be sad that you've lost uh, your trampoline it is okay just to show them that we're as vulnerable as they are is that part of this process and and to to go with them so sometimes when all that's on we feel as though um 
oh, if we talk about it, we'll make it worse. Mm. And And an analogy that I find useful for that is if we think about when we go and celebrate someone who's passed away's life, we we can remember the um, the good times with them and the you know how how sad we are they're gone like we can do that we can go into the feelings there mm. so if we do that with kids it's like yeah right like who knew like far out haven't we done a lot lately haven't we hasn't there been just back to back of stuff and and be like which of those things have you found the hardest like is it was COVID harder than this or is this harder than COVID and um, just hearing them um, say to you what it is they are finding hard and believing them that that's true. Mm. So not trying to talk them out of their feelings because if they've got us going into the feeling with them, they they learn that feelings are safe to have. They'll come, but they'll go, and that they've got a comrade alongside them. And then they'll be able to do the problem solving with, you know, some of our help, but they'll, that moves them into the skill set of being able to do more um, problem solving on their own, but we can't do that. Which is my second point: if we're not bolstered, and um, yeah, it's the taking up of offered um, support mm. because sometimes we feel too proud to to say yes to people offering to help or to um, yeah, you know, physically or financially help. And um, if we do say yes to that, and if we do know which of our needs are screaming out to be met and meet them, um, you know, so for breaks or for, um, yeah, to, to, you know, to talk to someone that listens or, um, yeah, whatever it is that's screaming mm-hmm. out, then we're more, much more able to do that really hard work of meeting our kids in their feelings because um, they, that's what's going to help the most. So making sure that we've got that support to talk to and uh, and keeping us, uh, you know, keeping that that uh, that inside of us uh, you know, rock solid, but but with vulnerability is uh, is that that's the key. Yeah. Just to look after ourselves. And, and hearing like the kids hearing, you know, announce like there's an announcement comes out and you can be crushed by the announcement rather than hiding in your room crying about the announcement, um, saying to the kids, "Oh man, like like when." You know, Paul Gladys had to announce the extension, mm. um, saying, man, I was really hoping that was not what the news was going to be today. I'm going to have to, I should like have pour myself a cuppa and have a slow think about what our new plan is because I was just hoping it would be different than that. And then they've both seen you be vulnerable to state it and got the sense that it's okay. Um, we can do hard things because hard things happen, but my leaders, my caregivers, um, have backup plans for how they look after themselves while they collect themselves. Yeah, which is the, the really important message. And we're modelling. Mm. Yeah. And yeah. then the third point, like mm. what do we know um, from hard things we've gotten through before? Like what did we learn? Like who who shone in which roles? Like... Um, you know, there was someone who was good on the looking up the updates and then there was someone in the family who was good at, um, yeah, finding out where things were on special or um, who still had supplies of things and, um, and you know, there was someone who made us laugh even when we didn't feel like laughing. So just bonding together around things that historically you've already done. Mm. Um, things that you know work. Yeah, to pull them mm. apart and then 
you know then um, that people are getting celebrated and they're feeling like they're part of the process because if we try and do it all and have the kids be, um, you know, passive passengers, then they don't um, come out of it as well because they didn't have um, a sense of purpose towards the, you know, the moving through. Mm. But they, um, we also get really resentful of how much we've done and um, we can go into that thinking around them being entitled and um, unappreciative, which then causes us to be yelling, which causes them to be scared, which doesn't help. And so, yeah, Yeah. we're just constantly having, if you're in the thick of it, do daily check-ins with each other for, like, what what about living here today was the the best or the hardest? Um, Or, you know, weekly, what's everyone's needs? Um, You know, if a family's intense because there's... There's, well, probably not tents at the moment. If there's caravans, um, people have moved into. Mm-hmm. We might make assumptions sometimes that kids are, um, what the kids are finding hard, but usually we'll get that wrong. So it can be that we assume that it's sleeping in the caravan that they're finding hard. It might be that they're finding privacy to use a loo um, the hardest. Mm-hmm. So having those open um, chances to chat and exchange mean that the key things come out and we need the key things to come out to be able to solution fine together. You are Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. I'm speaking with Mel Burgess uh, just about how we help our kids at the moment through uh, through all of this uh, flooding and everything else that's been uh, been going on for the the past month or so. Mel, how do we deal with? I mean, kids are smart. They know they know about global warming. They know about everything that's happening. They know that you know these once in a hundred year floods. We've had uh, you know three in the last three months. How do we deal with that? Is it just being open and honest and, uh, you know, saying to the kids, hey, look, yeah, there is, we do have issues at the moment in the world and, you know, what do we, you know, what do you think we need to do to, to fix it? Is, is it that kind of a conversation that we have with them around these natural disasters? Yeah, and in the, in the thick of it, it's the, the immediacy, isn't it? Um, and even, even asking them, yeah, like, what do we... What do we wish that people knew about how big this is, and who are the key people that that need to, um, yeah, start listening more? Uh, what what avenues are there that that make people listen? Depending on the ages of the kids, like how um, how great is it seeing the you know the high schoolers out out marching for so many things in the last couple of years, and just yeah, I can feel so hopeful for the voice that they're finding and also the creative ways that they're um, advocating. So, yeah, and just, yeah, while it's, while it's on, because it's, I watched uh, Washed Away last night, it was a Four Quarters re- replay, and just how quickly after the, the immediacy um, the topic just drifts off and mm-hmm. we don't, we don't learn from the floods until they're here again next time and it's all systems go and then we don't make the big legislative changes. So, um, yeah, just having, having you know, realistic expectations of yourself as a parent too because they're, they're you know, big extras to be doing alongside just getting through um, day-to-days if you're in um, a state of flux in your home. But... Um, yeah, hearing the kids and just running with whatever 
Um, they want you to know about how it is to be them and be the future adults of our community. And that's the most important thing across the board, isn't it, at the moment, is just listen to them. Let them feel a safe place that they can talk to you about whatever they're feeling, about whether they're cranky about the trampoline that Santa bought. Just being with them in that and, and making them feel secure, that's the key, isn't it? Yeah, and they would feel ripped off. And it's, yeah, it's normal. And with trauma, it's not the size of the... Um, although, you know, size is one um, thing for how much effect it has on you, the event, it's the absence of witness. So that's not feeling heard and met um, in your emotions to be able to digest the big stuff. So um, if we think of it as indigestion, Mm. um, the way that we help kids digest things is by being open to have conversations and to let them have their feels about it. So... Um, yeah, because they're going to have their feels about it anyway. We're going to see it in really big behaviour and um, outbursts if we don't, yeah, regularly um, build into their days a chance for them to say how it is for them without correcting them or shaming them for it, being worried about a trampoline when other people um, have had to cut through their roof to get out. Yeah, but it, yeah. You know, that that trampoline is a big thing to them, and it's a big yeah. loss. And uh, yeah. we need to you justify that, that trampoline. Yeah, that meant that you that was like I saw you out there, and I saw how much. Yeah, like you really loved it. I noticed you were using it heaps, and then and then this happened, and yeah, I'm really sorry. That's that's a yeah, it's a missing bit now. Mm. Feels feels yeah, like really ripped off that it's not not possible to have it. So yeah, going with them. Absolutely. Well, it's been a uh, been a fun last uh, last few weeks, and they go back to school on Monday. The poor things, after having virtually no school holiday, so they can feel absolutely ripped off about that as well, Mel. Yeah, and and let them. And mm. but yeah, just yeah, just and be gentle with expectations of yourselves is the the parenting takeaway, and know that you can do a bare bones day. Um, up that's a standard and anything other than that's a bonus. Absolutely. Thank you so much for your time, Mel. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Thanks, Tracy. Thank you. That is Mel Burgess from Love Parenting. And if you would like any more information on uh, on Love Parenting, Mel's got some fabulous free resources. You can catch her, obviously, most uh, most weeks with Louise Wilkinson on The Juice. But if you go to loveparenting.com.au, you'll be able to find uh, lots of free resources and information. You're Tracy Mack on Newcastle Live. Newcastle in the morning takes you through the big events and the most talked about stories of the day that matter to you and your life. From what's on to what matters, Tracy Mack takes you beyond the headlines, what it is, why it matters and how it impacts your daily life. Tracy Mack brings you Newcastle in the morning, weekdays from nine on Newcastle Live.